This is a podcast that focuses on to the life of a hub partner and the agency world in the HubSpot community. We're talking about HubSpot agency life. We sit down and talk about the life of a hub partner with agency owners all over the world. This is a global, this is a show. global show. Retainers, customers, inbound marketing. If you're interested in HubSpot and want to do better marketing, then this is for you. How do you get your agency shit together? The show is hosted by Yanni Alden. This is a great show from agencies to an agency's owner of a Finnish HubSpot. But platinum partner agency called Sales Communications. Okay, welcome everybody to uh, actually fourth episode of Life of a Hub Partner podcast. And this podcast is made by a hub partner, Sales Communications, to another hub partners, HubSpot partners all over the world. My name is Jani Altanen, and uh, I come from Finland, from HubSpot agency called Sales Communications. And we have a great privilege today have uh, Mr. Karim Buras from the Nile Agency. Uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you, Jani. Very, very, it's a pleasure for me to, to, to be on the show. Yeah, it's, you know... I'll start. I started this uh, podcast just to, you know, connect all around with the people, another agency, share some stories, probably uh, add some value for another agency, another HubSpot partners, all the companies, all the agencies who are thinking, should I be or should I not be a HubSpot partner? And you know, this is just my hobby, and I absolutely love it. <laughs> so, so I, thanks I, you I, I, I very really, much to be back. I very really appreciate the the way you do it and the the simplicity you do it. Uh, we just uh, connect on link uh, LinkedIn and you and you, uh, you invite me. It's a it's a good uh, it's a good way to do it. I think. Okay, Karim, tell me about the Nile Agency. Where are you? What are you doing? You're selling with HubSpot. You've been around for 2013. Were I right? Yes. Uh, so, so. W- w- the agency was created in uh, 2013, exactly. Um, before that, I, uh, I was uh, uh, the owner of a website agency, a traditional agency. And in, uh, in 2013, I decided to go to inbound. And then we tried to do inbound without uh, any, uh, any uh, tools. <laughs> we used the WordPress, MailChimp, like a lot of, uh, of agency, and we didn't get any results. I was uh, selling retainers from uh, 600 uh, euro a month, which was not very, uh, very uh, a good price for us. And we started to lose uh, to lose customer uh, because we didn't uh, we didn't see any ROI uh, on on what we were doing. Uh, look, so so the agency is based in uh, France uh, near uh, Lyon, uh, a town called Valence. Uh, it's uh, on the south of uh, France. Um, what can I tell? Uh, what can I tell you more? Uh, well, uh, you have a summertime there, I think. Do you? Because in Finland, yeah, we have a great, great, uh, <laughs> we have a great, uh, great uh, summertime these days. Uh, Thirty-five uh, degree. <laughs> it's very hot uh, this day. Oh, that's fantastic! That's fantastic. I just came out from Stockholm. Actually, I went to see Europa League final, United. Uh, okay. <laughs> was playing so, <laughs> so that was I'm a big United supporter so that's my that's my uh, story so so uh, yeah anyway so you come from France you came with the HubSpot 2013 and you were telling that you used to work with WordPress and MailChimp and all those tools you started to uh, uh, do inbound marketing and uh, you told that you don't get results much with that kind of a uh, 
program. So why is that? The setup is fairly old and uh, you, like you have a lot of tools. Uh, you have a lot of tools. You you can't uh, connect the tools, and we uh, we didn't uh, experiment on ourselves uh, the methodology. We we are we were selling uh, inbound to our clients. We are doing blogging, uh, social media, but uh, we didn't apply those the, those tactics to the agency, and I think it's uh, one of the most major. Uh, mistake that uh, that can make an agency. You can't uh, you can't be uh, uh, you can't be, you you have to do it for yourself to know how to sell it and to know um, how to do it for your client. Yeah, exactly. This was a big mistake. This 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 is what make us lose some customers at this time. Uh, and the, the the lack of uh, tools is is another reason. Uh, we meet with HubSpot in uh, 2000 of uh, on the 15, two years later, and uh, I I've made the the constatation that uh, you can't do it without a tool like uh, like HubSpot. It's, it's it's just impossible for me. Yeah, when we started, we had this kind of a similar thing. We used loads of different kinds of tools and tried to get the basically short-term lead generation. How, how many leads we can get now? And that was inclu included a lot of email marketing, which I've known about. Like, uh, I got a title for <laughs> the biggest spammer in the whole of Scandinavia. <laughs> and uh, we sent over a million emails. And that was all outboundies when we started, like 2005, uh, 2010, during that era. So, uh, yeah, we have the same thing that I wouldn't never do anything to the clients without we haven't, you know, something that we haven't tested by ourselves. So that's mm -hmm. how you get the results and then how you actually, actually, actually get the, uh, get the results and know what you're doing. And basically learning by doing is, it's the uh, uh, key. So, so tell me, what, what is the level of your competition in your market? How many companies there are, you know, how's the economy doing and all that? I was one of the first uh, agencies in France, I think. Uh, I, I think I, I, I maybe I was uh, the, the four or the five. Um, uh, there was a five, four or five agencies when I started. Uh, today, there are 160 HubSpot partners in, uh, in France. Uh, this is a, a big market for, for HubSpot. And uh, globally, the, the inbound market is, um, is growing uh, very fast. There are a lot of tools. Uh, other tools like market or other tools that which are coming on, on the market but the situation isn't the same that uh, when we started uh, today we uh, we are positioning um, we, have, we have we have a very strong positioning on manufacturing it's a thing that um, I think I think it's a it's a game changer to have a, a strong positioning on the specialization in a in a in a sector in a market and we have chosen uh, manufacturing uh, sectors, manufacturing markets in uh, in France. And I think it was a very good choice. Uh, <laughs> what I see uh, around me, uh, if you don't have this specialization, you will uh, blog uh, about uh, inbound marketing tactics. Uh, and every agency is is, um, is blogging about that. is is producing contents about about that. Uh, we are blogging about the challenges that are um, facing. Uh, the manufacturers in France, and uh, this is make make the difference, uh, I think, uh, uh, between us and between another agency. That's a very interesting line of business you chose. You know, manufacturing. Uh, loads of agencies are on IT and B two B services and all that. So, why did you choose manufacturing? What's the what's the key point of that? 
I, I, when I started, I have two. Um, I, I, we, we had um, two customers in manufacturing, and I always think to myself, this is a, this is a, the kind of guys I like to work with. And I think uh, when we started, we decided to to go further with this market, and to use what we have learned with these two customers to to apply uh, to to apply it to other. And uh, we were we are lonely. Uh, it's not a market very sexy. Uh, this is a difficult market because the challenges are are big. You have uh, people we uh, even don't have a website for sometimes. Don't you you have a lot of education to do. And uh, maybe it's uh, one uh, of the reasons that uh, a lot of agency didn't choose this uh, this um, those market. Uh, it's not a, a, an easy market. Yeah, and I can understand because I have a you know uh, we have some manufacturing customers also, and uh, when I've been talking with other other agencies, manufacturing line of business is not the competitive one, so that you have plenty of space, I think, on that market. So that's very very clever, yes, very yes. clever move. So by the lessons, when you, how many people is working in your agency? We have uh, we have five people today, and uh, I'm recruiting two other people uh, for the next month. So We're growing. Uh, um, not as fast as uh, as I would like, uh, because I, as um, as I told you, the manufacturing market needs a lot of education, and I'm encountering some uh, challenges. To uh, I, I have a lot of leads. It's not a problem to have the leads, but uh, there's a, a, um, a lot of work to educate them to simply to marketing, not not talking about inbound marketing. Uh, just start to marketing <laughs> to educate them. And it's it's very difficult, uh, and I I have um, um, misestimated uh, the time you have to to educate those uh, those type of customers. Yeah, exactly. How do you how do you feel the decision makers in manufacturing, the CMOs, sales managers? Who are you talking to first? First, what is your you know vampire We talk buyer first persona to. To the marketing Mary, uh, <laughs> to the to the marketing, marketing responsible. Marketing people, and I think it's not the um, the good uh, the good person to talk with. You have to deal with it because uh, it's it's uh, the first people to think about uh, inbound marketing, about marketing. But I think the the right people to talk is the, the owner, the, the the sales people. But it's very very difficult to have them on the call in manufacturing, and this is one of our, of, our, of our challenges. I'm working about uh, on it. Uh, how you can have the, um, the the CEO, the sales uh, director in the conversation from the start? I think in manufacturing it's uh, even uh, more difficult than uh, uh, in other uh, markets. Yeah, that's a very interesting point. So, why do you think that the salespeople are not interested in marketing and leads and you know growth and and uh, or is it is this a new thing or um, how do you see this? Uh, I, I, I think um, manufacturing people in um, in uh, for marketing people in manufacturing, um, it's, it's not a pejorative. It's not. A, uh, I think there are people who are, who are concerned by a website, by a, by a trade show, uh, by doing some uh, refreshing to the print document for the um, by the catalog. Uh, but they don't have this vision of um, of business, and uh, we have to. Uh, to have in the call, in the conversation, 
peoples who are uh, doing business, who are thinking business, who are thinking about leads, about uh, opportunities. But marketing people in manufacturing are, are commonly not this kind of people. Mm. Very interesting, the, very interesting. I know some, some manufacturing guys and, and, and they're like really, really traditional. Really traditional. No Facebook, no Twitter. Well, some of them are in Twitter, but but Facebook is 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 uh, rarely used. This is my opinion. They on Twitter, but kind of a social media listeners rather than active yes, uh, yes. conversation starters and and talkers and influence people. So, how do you feel that in France? Is the same in France and in Finland? It's the same. We have uh, we have the same situation. Whatever. I don't know the situation in uh, in your country, but uh, in France uh, they are on LinkedIn, but they don't very they don't use it. Uh, they have uh, sometimes there's, there's no picture on their profile. Uh, Facebook, it's uh, don't talk about Facebook with these people. <laughs> for them, it's for kids, for for young people. It's it's not easy to to touch them. Um, I'm trying different tactics to to approach those people. I think uh, real life it's uh, it's what uh, works uh, the best. Oh yeah, ex exactly, exactly. So. Um... During your times as, as an entrepreneur and as an agency owner, so so, what what have you what have you learned? Like the biggest learnings that you have had had in in to get working together with HubSpot and and with the, all the agencies, and of course in your agency. I learned a lot of uh, <laughs> a lot of things. Uh, what what I would um, I would. Uh, Keep in mind, if you want to grow, sometimes you have to cut some branch uh, if you want uh, your tree to grow. To grow. Uh, and this is what I, I have to do um, at the beginning. Uh, we, we were on a different market. Uh, we were addressing a lot of, um, of different uh, uh, targets. And when we, are, we have decided to, to go to manufacturing and to inbound marketing to manufacturing, uh, I simply cut the the branch i decided to 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 stop with those uh, customers and it's not uh, an easy choice you have to you have to go to go uh, to it but it's not easy you, you always are there, there's always a temptation to uh, uh to say to to go to uh, what is shining on the it's something uh, that i'm very careful with it you have to cut. You have to be uh, focused on your your target and your sib. And this is a, this is what I uh, I, I learned this uh, this uh, two last years. I think that the focus is one of the biggest learning curves also for me and focusing on the right type of customers. And well, I can hear what you said about you know going after the manufacturing industry and all that. What we did three years ago was that we just you know thought that. Who are the best customers for us financially and uh, philosophically? Like, who is the most fun to work with? And then we thought that, okay, more profitable and uh, more fun to work with. And then we just look at their numbers. And we just realized that there's a pattern. If the companies are not profitable, they can't invest. If they're not growing or if they do not want to grow, there is no ground for any kind of activities in marketing, which is, you know, for, for growth. And, 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 and uh, of course, the revenue limits needs to be something because you need some, you know, cash 
to invest in marketing and 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 so on. So that left a lot of uh, small companies out of out of that picture. But that mm. has created a solid path to growth. Uh, we are growing around about twenty twenty five percent in a year, and I would do it more. <laughs> uh, but but uh, you know, of course. Uh, it's always takes longer time that you actually yeah. think that it will. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. We we started around about five years ago for inbound marketing, and uh, we probably are very good in ten years time. <laughs> so and then it's been fifteen years, and uh, you know, suddenly it's not a new new business. So if you think about inbound marketing as a concept. You know, producing content, getting some attention, getting leads. You know, closing the deals and and attract, convert, and and uh, close yeah and delight. So, what is the biggest trend in inbound marketing? Where do, where do you see this future of inbound? What's going to happen? I, I I think uh, I think the biggest trend is it's um, it's it's marketing. It's um, the the um, the alignment between uh, marketing and sales. Uh, when we are doing a job uh, with our customers, at the beginning, I, I, I wasn't a salesman. I'm, I'm not. Um, I, I didn't have a, a graduation in sales. I'm, I'm an autodidact, uh, as we say in France. Uh, I think uh, we, I didn't pay attention to uh, the sales part of the business. And uh, today, I think it is the most important important part. You can uh, generate leads, you can generate traffic, but what uh, your uh, your retainers are seeing at the end of the of the retainer is uh, how much business do you have uh, bring to them, and if they don't if they don't have the the organization to manage those leads, to 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 bring this uh, this le- this leads to business. Uh, you 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 are you have a serious problem, and I think the the biggest uh, challenge for um, for marketing today is to align with the salespeople. I was talking about manufacturing. In manufacturing, salespeople are very old school, are very traditional people, uh, and uh, <laughs> it's even uh, another challenge that we we have to uh, to face. And uh, I think it it, uh, it it the focus the focus today is is on the, this um, the, this subject. Yeah, I think that yeah, I can hear what you said because you, the the first original problem is that how do you get the salespeople in table and be interested? And it's kind of a funny thing, you know, who was first, you know, the chicken or the egg, or you know, you need to get the salespeople in into the table to talk about the leads and you know, and what is the biggest objections that they the sales guys are telling about inbound marketing and all this HubSpot new world of thinking. Uh, what is their, excuse me. What is their opinion? The opinion is uh, uh, as long as you don't show them the value uh, in terms of a, of a business, they don't even uh, give attention to inbound marketing. It's not something that interests them. Uh, most of the time, I don't speak. Uh, I, I, I don't uh, speak inbound. <laughs> I uh, explain to them the methodology, but um, I, um, I'm focused to, to speak business, to speak goals, to speak objectives, uh, to speak number of, um, uh, to speak average, uh, uh, average uh, revenue. Uh, this is the, vo- the vocabulary that uh, salespeople can uh, can uh, can understand. You don't care about. Uh, it's my opinion. I don't think uh, it's. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's if all salespeople are in the same situation, but. 
most of salespeople don't even care about uh, inbound or emailing. Um, for them, it's not uh, there's no value for them. And you, you have yeah. to educate to educate them to show them how that how, how that uh, those tactics can bring them more business, more leads, more customers. Hmm. Very interesting point. Point. Uh, we're kind of on the same situation with the salespeople that we used to be five years ago with the marketing people. Does this thing work and all that? And what I have found, at least in Finland, we have a big debate going on on social media with the sales trainers. Is that is the computer replacing humans? Uh, because that was the thesis when when marketing automation came and inbound marketing and all that. <clears throat> but totally opposite is actually true. A uh, lot of uh, uh, parts of the process in the marketing funnel will be replaced by a machine, but still uh, we need to get people to sell to people. There is people who are buying yes. from people. And and, uh, and what we find here is that, uh, well, traditional people like manufacturing is that they don't believe that there is another world that they actually know that there is. You know, they are still doing all the strange shows and all that, which is great. And actually the shows will be are getting bigger all the time. You know, people are going to the shows to take a selfie, <laughs> that they are there, and and they do like that. So 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 so, so that's 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 the you know the thing. But but to get them to combine the marketing and get those leads and actually sell to the leads, mm. that's the hardest part. When you get the lead, go and sell, because otherwise. <laughs> Everything is 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 down the drain, and selling in inbound marketing. What we have known here now, and I understand that you have you have to be fast. You have to be the faster than the other horse. You know, you have you have to be really really super fast. When there is a lead in Google, when there is a lead in social media, if you contact the lead immediately, you will get their attention, and you will have the timeline that they are actually interested. So you can start to build it from there. If you don't do it, you know, there's no value of everything called tomorrow, call in a week or, you know, you have to be there now because the other guy has, you know, already done it or then it's lack value and all that. So, so this is something that we are working here in Finland with the sales guys. I don't know if it's, if it's any good for you, but, you know, call fast. It's, like it's, um, it's not... It's not easy yeah. to to uh, to explain that to salespeople. I, I was um, I, I, um, I am doing sales enablement with uh, with the salespeople in the manufacturing companies. That's not very easy to to explain them that you you have to call the lead uh, uh, in the in the uh, in the hour. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the, one day uh, one of them. Tell, yes. Yeah. yeah. One day one of them tell me I prefer to let him. Uh, wait <laughs> like if if this was a, a woman <laughs> like, you know he, he told yeah. me that uh, they, they have um, a strongly uh, resistant to this uh, this kind of changement uh, it's, it's not this easy. is my the this is my thesis personal thesis when i i i have this history that i, I run a call center before heading to inbound marketing outbound call center like really really uh super outbound call center around uh, 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 about, about 10 years. This is the thing. When I was in outbound, the sales didn't want to call to the customer 
on outbound because they hated it. You know, the fear of rejection and what if they say no and it's nasty and what if I get, you know, shouted out or what if they don't like me? The salespeople in inbound marketing do not like to call to the uh, inbound leads, whether they are good or they are bad or they are whatever. But because when you are telling, we have a 60 second rule, Go, go, call now, call immediately, say hi, thank you, why did you do it? We love you. <laughs> but 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 they're looking like I'm I come from a different uh, planet. Like why? <laughs> Why'd you do that? Exactly. You know, and, and there's a long, long way to go because the competition is getting bigger, bigger all the time. It's not gonna be, you know, the demand is flat and the competition is out of the roof. So who is who is gonna get the get the deal if everything is the same? Is the one who is um Fastest, and more lovable, you know, the people who you can trust. In the long term, they will be the one who win because everybody has is offering almost the same kind of product, different features on services, on products. But you know, that's that's my thesis. So the salespeople do not love the call to the sale to the customers in inbound or in outbound, and that's this marketing part. I think that it's 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 very very important. So. Uh, Okay, so question. Uh, you were talking about retainers. The, the average value of the retainers was 600, 600 euros when we, you, you started. So what is it now? Now it's a 5,000, uh, the average uh, retainers. We, we have, uh, today we have uh, five retainers. We just started with Epspot uh, about uh, uh, 18, uh, 18 months. Very, and, good. Uh, so, very good uh, prog progression. It's very, very good for the cash flow. Yeah, very good for the cash flow. Yeah, exactly. So the question, uh, how did you do that? How did you, uh, you know, it's, go It's a very interesting question. It's, it's, it's a very interesting question. Um, at the beginning, when my uh, my account manager at HubSpot uh, told me, you, you have to sell your retainer three times more uh, more uh, more bigger than your upspot license. Uh, I, I I put the telephone the phone and I say to my uh, colleague, uh, this man is crazy. We are going to buy a, a retainer of um, of 500 uh, euro per month. I, I I was thinking it was impossible in France. I'm uh, I'm talking to myself. It's not something that. Uh, Industrial business in France would uh, would like to 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 to, uh, to, to put uh, 500 uh, uh, 5,000 uh, mm. uh, per month. It, I think it wasn't possible, and we we did it. Um, the the first retainer I I don't sell it. A very, it, it wasn't a very good price. Um, I was very uh, ashamed to <laughs> to end it. To put it to a five thousand, okay, I, I sell I sell it to two thousand uh, euro, but we rapidly see that um, uh, we didn't get the the money back. Uh, uh, we didn't get uh, margin, and uh, naturally I'm, I, I I have started to uh, to build the hours to to have a system a process to uh, know how much time we are spending spending on the on the on the retainer. Uh, I aligned the um, the early uh, the early cost to the what we see in the the average market, and uh, it, it comes naturally. And the system to retainers is um, 
uh, it's not easy to sell, uh, telling to someone that you have to, to stay with us for one year. We currently are doing a retainer for, for one year. Uh, it, it, it wasn't easy for us. I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know who, do, who we are doing that. I think uh, if you are able to show the value, if you are able to show some results, it's more easy. So when we uh, we were um, able to show what uh, inbound have done with us, uh, it's what it was more easy to, to me uh, for me to to sell those retainers. Yeah, when you have the numbers and you have the results against those against those numbers, so then you can actually calculate the ROI and show it that yes. this is it. It's not about yes. putting five thousand or ten thousand. It's about putting the money into the table and asking a question: What would I get with this money? And this is my exactly. strategy. Exactly. I want to grow fifteen percent. This is the the board said that we need to grow fifteen twenty five percent this year. So the question is, how are we going to do it? That's the question that a lot of our agencies and a lot of the customers. To be honest, do not ask when they mm. come to a, to a marketing agency. They don't, you know, show the numbers. Do you do you do you recall on that? Do you agree? Sometimes the marketing people don't even know in manufacturing. They don't even know the numbers. When you ask uh, uh, people, uh, a marketing director in uh, in manufacturing, uh, what are the uh, the uh, the revenue goal? Sometimes they don't even know it. <laughs> it's not something uh, shared in the in the company. Uh, not, it's, yeah. it's not easy, and I think it's um, it's uh, if you don't have this uh, the, the, these numbers, you can't uh, sell anything. Uh, and I'm I, I'm don't uh, I don't uh, pursue uh, the the conversation if I don't uh, obtain this uh, these numbers. Okay, yeah, I agree. I agree. A lot of a lot of basic numbers are lost. Uh, we just uh, made a tool which is on our website. Sorry, it's in Finnish, but. Uh, but it's a, it's a tool that when we are se selling and we are trying to understand the customer's world, uh, what is the average price, what is the LTV, and what is the customer's existing costs and all those. So we need the numbers to, to the sales process to work. And many times we do not get the numbers, the exact numbers, because people do not know them. So then we have just have to play with other numbers, which is also good because that proves the value also. So, yes, so yes. and then people are getting educated and and uh, and all all that. So uh, interesting questions. By by the way, next is the uh, how does your sales process look like? How, how you have done your sales process? Uh, as I, as I told you, I, I wasn't a salesperson. Okay, I was a very um, uh, beginner in sales. Uh, it, it it took me a long time to take the firm to pick up the phone to call the lead, <laughs> and I I am the only yeah. salesperson in the agency. Uh, today I'm I'm very more easy on the, the sales process. To, um, I just came back from uh, the HubSpot uh, Partner Days at Dublin. And I, uh, I was telling to myself, there's a lot to do uh, for, for my sales process. I think uh, to, today I, I'm, I, I, I try to sell retainers, but I think sometimes you, you can uh, leverage freemiums. Uh, this is what something uh, we, we saw in, uh, in the HubSpot uh, partner days. Um, oh, yeah. And I think you have to, to, you have, to have a plan. Uh, and today I don't have, I don't have a plan, and I'm trying to to bring uh, some process to 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 be able as at the moment uh, of um, of the first call to decide what kind of services uh, I could sell to this uh, to this customer, what kind of uh, of value we can bring them. 
and uh, to decide what uh, what will be the plan to sell him and what uh, what to sell him. Very good uh, thoughts. Um, we had the lesson last year, year ago, after the Partner Day in Dublin, 2016. Uh, did they give you any hard time, the HubSpot people, when when you were leaving with the processes? Excuse me, uh, can you repeat? I don't, uh, did they, don't understand. Did, did they give you a hard time with your processes on HubSpot, on Partner Day, when you're talking with the CC and Cam and... Uh, and uh, uh, did they do it? Yes, yes, they do it, yes. Yeah, so because last year, what we had, everything was fine 2016, and then we went to, you know, meet the, meet them, and uh, they just really, you know, put me on a table and say, said basically that, Yanni, your business is fucked. <laughs> you are growing, but you don't have any processes in place. You're going to start losing your customers if you don't act now. Because, because, and then you, you, you will start losing your uh, profit because everybody is hassling around and there's more people going on and everything is about process. That was a very good learning for me because then I, I, I thought that, oh my God, yes, they're actually absolutely right. So what I need to do now is to build the processes. So we have building the processes for a year now and uh, actually tried to put them, break them into small pieces and repeat them, repeat them and, you know, constantly learn and, and change the processes. So uh, we use a teamwork.com uh, and, it's, it's and a use game processes changer, there. It is a game changer. A game changer. everything. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I, I go to Inbound last year in Boston and um, I, I, um, I see a, a similarity in a lot of platinum agency or diamond agency. And I, um, I find that uh, a lot of them were applying the, the um, Traction uh, book. Have you, have you uh, read it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Gino Wickman <laughs> is the call, Traction. Yes, traction. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, EOS, Entrepreneurial Operating System. And okay. I bought uh, these books and I read it in the plane. Uh, I started to read it. And um, uh, I think uh, maybe there's another book, but this, uh, this one uh, is, is very interesting. And... Uh, we are applying um, in in my agency. Uh, we are trying to apply the, this book, this methodology, and processes are, are keys in the in the, in this method. And this brings us uh, a lot of um, of work, but a lot of results today. We, we are more efficient. We are more productive. And uh, there, there's a, there's a lot of work to be done. But um, I think uh, you need to have. Um, a methodology to apply it it's it's more easy for us for, for the agency to, to to grow yeah and it saves the entrepreneurial life uh, entrepreneur's life and 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 time and and all that because now what i've realized now year to doing processes internal processes in place what we can see is the quality of the service go up the profitability go up this the sales will go easier and we just implemented a point-based pricing model and 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 uh that's a super cool thing. First time I heard it, heard it about it was inbound 2015, I think. Paul Rogers, Paul Rogers, Pier 2020, uh, had a lecture uh, there. Very interesting. We didn't get the, the the numbers thing, but now we got the numbers thing, and it's super easy to sell points because because um, you know 
the more points you buy, the cheaper they are. And then you don't have to talk about how many hours did this and how many hours for the blogs and, uh, yes. and, and, and that. So are you selling, how do you sell your retainers? Are you selling points? Uh, are you selling hours? Are you selling fixed price projects? How do you sell them? I'm selling fixed price, but um, there's a while that I'm, see, that, that I'm thinking about points. Uh, my, uh, my channel manager at HubSpot uh, <laughs> is always telling me about points. Uh, from uh, from this, uh, we didn't have the the data to to build the system. You are, you have to uh, you have to have process to be able to to build this this type of a system. And today we are we are on a good track. We are working on it, and I would like to sell uh, to sell services by point. I think uh, uh, it seems to be a good fit. I, I, am, I have discussed with a lot of agencies who are implementing uh, it. And all of them are, are telling what you what you told to us uh, at the instant. Yeah, that's and I, first I thought that the customers won't understand it, and it's really different than in the market, which is actually is. But to be honest, when I got it, how these points work, I was able to tell to the to the customers of how these are working. And you know, it's a pretty simple thing. But the problem was in my head; I didn't get them. <laughs> so I didn't need to investigate more. Make I wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. So and and yeah. and well, the, the the funny thing was that well, we are always talking about pri- prices. How much is for the blog post? How much for the landing page? How much is this and how much is that? And uh, with the points, it just you know say that that's five points, and they're like, okay, well, how much is a point? And this next next uh, uh, answer is that uh, well, it depends how do you, how much points do you ha- like? If you buy a lot of points, you get cheaper points. If you buy a few points, it's uh, and they're like, hmm. So maybe it's a very good idea to you know buy more points from you. So we, then we don't have to hassle because they have the price lists and and all that. But what what we learned is that we need to have the hours uh, and the sales process tasked and everything needs to be super detailed and then we have to know how much time actually we are spending and uh, i think that one problem with the entrepreneurs is this they are thinking short term they are thinking how much value i can get from this uh, uh, customer today tomorrow from this blog post but actually the question is not that the question is that how many hours are you using? What is what is your, what is the revenue? What you're getting? Are you making profit? Yes or no? And you can always change the prices. You can always hire them up. And with points, they are easy. If some 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 point, for example, blog points five points. If that is two two low points, mm. you know, put one more, put two more, put three more. Sell it on eight points. The customers, you know, see the value differently. So. I would, you know, highly recommend the point price system. But yeah, it took me three years to understand anything about points. <laughs> so it's not really easy, easy. You know, you have to have this gut feeling. I know what I'm doing when I see the customer. Yes, yes. If I don't know, I'm silent. I need you point. can say it. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Okay, we are we are we are heading uh, to the end. One question more: What? If, if you think as a growth, as a Hubport partner, so can you share like a couple of things you wish you did sooner or differently uh, if you had the chance? If you look back, what would be different? If I look back, uh, as, as an entrepreneur, I, I think I would have, made, I, I would have um, 
uh, go to HubSpot more <laughs> earlier because we we, we are we have lost lost a lot of time uh, trying some tools that like uh, as I say uh, uh, as I uh, as I say you you have to I think HubSpot is a very good uh, very good uh, platform and um, uh, if uh, if I was uh, thinking about redoing something it's a uh, seem to have spot more early <laughs> to have the results more more early the second thing uh, i would have put more money on my business uh, on the beginning because um, uh, to um, to have the cash flow to have uh, the uh, it's it's took it takes time to have the first retainers and um, i i i i had uh, the, uh, this um at this time, a problem of uh, of cash flow, like a lot of uh, <laughs> of businesses, and I think you have to to put some money on the table to to have a results more more rapidly. Yeah. And to, today, it's, it's, it's the two the, the two um, two advice I would I would say I would uh, <laughs> I would give to an agency with who, who could be interested in a, in a inbound marketing, uh, go for it with HubSpot. And invest on your on your agency. Invest uh, some money. Invest some time to develop your own uh, your own methodology. Uh, I see a lot of agencies they they don't pra practice very well uh, inbound, and I think it's a it's a big mistake. And why is that? What do you think is that? You can't sell you can't sell inbound marketing services if you don't experiment experiment it, and there's a lot of there's a big difference between what you learned on the inbound courses and the certification and on the methodology, and what you learn on the practice and the yeah. by do it by by doing it. Donc you have to practice to understand. Uh, to understand all uh, all it costs to, uh, to 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 sell a retainer, uh, how to figure it, how to organize it, how to to build the processes, how to build the pricing. Uh, if you don't practice it, you can't uh, you can't sell it uh, very very good. Yeah, I think you were right on that, and also the cash flow issue is, I think, very very huge for at least small agencies and and the agency who are starting their business. So when we we started. That was a long time ago. So we tried to sell as up as possible. Normally, agencies are starting to sell as low as possible. And, and the thinking is that how do we make the deal? How, how do we make the customers? If we raise the price, but we went to the totally opposite direction and, and asked ourselves that how much money the customers is willing and able to pay for our services exchange of the value that it's giving. And then we started to price by value uh, and then we did projects and, and all see. But also we put with all the clients uh, seven days notice that you have to pay your bills on seven days. And uh, first of all, everybody was like, you can't do it. You can't do it. You know, in this market, we don't work like, like that. But the thing was, that actually, I would say 85% of our customers keep the seven days, no problem. Uh, they take it. Around about 15 would say, you know, can we have 14 days, some big companies, 20, 21 days or 30 days. Of course, in manufacturers, a lot of big, big, uh, big investments that they're pretty good on their cash flow. So they probably want to do a bigger, bigger time on those. But we just did it. We just did it. And if the customer didn't pay the price that we were asking, the question was, why was that? 
what is it so that they do not see the value or are they not able to buy fit. and i i would say it, it wasn't the fit I, i would say that the biggest thing was that we just understand by looking at the numbers of the good customers and with cash flow so that we were selling to the wrong companies we were selling exactly. to every lead who, which games and then we end up spending time with the customers that were not on that place to buy uh, for our for, from our company and uh, but it wasn't easy it wasn't easy uh, i have that to say it. that a lot of education and entrepre- entrepreneurs head need to change we are we are the kings of our destiny basically what we choose we get and if we choose to you know sell low price with bad uh <laughs> Pay, payment terms. That's our <laughs> I choice. Agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So anyway, thanks, Karim. It was it was very very, very nice, nice to to have you at the at the show. Karim Buras was my friend, right? <laughs> I, I I will then try to pronounce your name in, in Finnish. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and uh, and you came from the Nile Nile agency from uh, France, and uh, thanks very much for being part of the show. Thank you very much. Thank you. See you soon.